getting ready to seize your first opportunity to come into the ring and start grandstanding and hot-dogging, yeah! I can't help it that I look good, smell good, woo, can't dance all night long. When we speak, our voices are heard, we all say, I bring it. Welcome to Malice Smack Talk, the top talk show who talks nothing but smack talk about Fastlane and WrestleMania coming soon. Tonight we are doing Fastlane Prediction Show. I am here, Masonic Vader, your weekly host. Joining me as Guru. What is up? Man, it's been an action-packed week. Cannot wait to talk wrestling. Absolutely. It's been a great week, man. Lots of stuff going on. And uh, we unfortunately are going to be without Mind Freak tonight. Uh, he is on a sickness assignment with Coach. So we will get him back next week. Uh, but don't worry, we have his picks, so we can still make fun of him or at least sit there and uh, say the usual, oh, I'll just say what Marty said lines. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to be using that line a lot tonight. Yes, yes, yes. I think we're all going to be on the same page on this one. Uh, we are one we are one pay-per-view away from WrestleMania. This is the setup show uh, for the big event, and we're going to start seeing some of the uh, – some other matches start coming to fruition other than the ones we already know about. And we're going to start seeing those, uh, what kind of seeds are going to probably be planted this pay-per-view. Uh, I'm actually a little excited for this one. Usually in years past, Fastlane has been uh, kind of like, it's been like, all right, it's, it's kind of a setup, but loses some luster because they already had some really, the matches named off this year. Not so much. One or two good, one or two matches named. The rest of the stuff is going to be happening over the next three, uh, four weeks. So, uh, I am pumped for Fastlane this weekend. Bearded Master, what do you think, sir? Um, I'm excited to see what's going to happen as far as leading into the last month of WrestleMania. As far as this card itself, can't really say I'm too excited for it. Um, there's some good matches, obviously. Um, there's a lot of my favorite wrestlers and performers on the roster are on this card. Uh, but feel like we're, we're missing out a lot. I mean, when we look at this card, we have eight matches on the card and four titles are not being defended. And that's kind of irritating to me, to be honest. True. And, but remember, it's set up. They can't, they can't blow the uh, load before WrestleMania. And it True. And However, when, you know, one of the two of the titles haven't been defended at all this year on our pay-per-view, it's kind of irritating, especially we when we're getting a non-title singles match that we've seen three times already on a pay-per-view that we really do we need to see a, a fourth coming of this match watch that in the the champion that never shows up because he doesn't show up at least we'll have some quality match that is true but there are two titles that i would love to see being defended absolutely absolutely i concur now before Actually, we jump three there's three other titles i'd rather see being defended we will chat about that in a second because before we jump in, we're going to do two things. First of all, unlike last week, so I waited to the second, uh, last second, we're going to start off the show by making sure we thank our sponsors, our host site, Malice-Corp. Uh, they are a phenomenal group of people, uh, which we're obviously part of. Uh, uh, you can follow them at, uh, check out the website at malice-corp.com. You can find all of our old podcasts there. Uh, also, all the other uh, shows that the uh, the website does produce, like tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard, or excuse me, not tomorrow night, Friday night, uh, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch, you will have their main show, the Nerd Talk Show. Uh, this week will be an um, interesting show. You'll We'll have a lot of good topics to talk about there. Uh, we were actually talking about beforehand. But you could also find Comics for All, Quest for 100, 
tons of articles. Uh, it is really a great uh, channel to check out all things nerd. So thank you so very much. Malice from corp.com. Appreciate you. Uh, boot the face is awesome too. Ah, yeah, look, you got a smile out of the beer. Yeah. Uh, so before we get things going, we're going to start off with just uh, some news that happened this week. There was actually three things I wanted to talk about. I, I forgot to mention one to uh, Marty, but uh, beer master, but we'll, he'll figure out at the, at the end. Uh, the first thing is, is man, another month, another uh, legend passes away. Uh, the great King Kong Bundy, probably one of the coolest freaking heels I can remember growing up as a kid. Uh 480 pounds of ball-headed madness and it was he was a scary dude uh he was he was he was never one of those guys that won the championships in fact i don't think his w had any championships involved i think any championships he won was outside of the uh the wwf wwe uh spectrum but he made a very good impact in his time uh had a, a great uh steel cage match with hulk hogan wrestlemania 2 uh, he, he, as a, as a whole, he made a really good impact as a bad guy and was a feared bad guy for a number of years, famous for his, uh, he doesn't take the three counts. He takes the five counts and forced the ref to do the five count every single time. Um, part of the Heenan family and, uh, and just overall really good guy. I mean, you, you read a lot of articles about him, about him outside of the ring and there is nothing but positiveness about that guy and his life. Uh, once again, because these guys are legends and bearded master, you were probably uh, just a tad wee bit high in my kneecap. Uh, <laughs> well, you, what do you know? What do you remember about uh, of um, King Kong Bunny and whatnot? Um, I mean, I just remember watching his old matches on on the network, and not even that, but before the network was there. I mean, WrestleManias, um, a lot of the, the stuff that was on VHS, and remember going to the the video store, and when I would rent out. The old WrestleMania tapes, you know, that obviously when you have WrestleMania 1, WrestleMania 2, um, those stick out. You know, the, the the cage match with Hogan, um, the blue cage. Yes. That's, that's, that stands out. Um, it, he, he was absolutely a great heel. I mean, it was, you know, and then going back and watching some matches that, you know, he was, wasn't just WWE uh, or WWF at the time, to be honest. Uh, you know, he was, um, and yeah, he didn't have any WWF titles, but he did have whole titles in NWA, AWA, all the the Southern um, organizations in the, the territories uh, had titles there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's about it. I, yeah, like you said, he was at a time before mine. So I only thing I really got to watch of his was recordings and playbacks on it. So, but no, definitely a legend in the in the industry. Uh, whenever you talk big guys, uh, he's definitely one that's always mentioned and one for a reason. He was a force to be reckoned with. A Absolutely. legend in, the, in the industry. Um, whenever you talk. Uh, and he's just a huge guy. In fact, he was the uh, – I had the wrestling figures, the the hard plastic ones, and he was the guy that Hulk Hogan always fought whenever I was playing with those things. It was Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy. And, uh, man, King Kong Bunny, you throw that guy high up in the air with those little figures, man. He got some air when he hit the ground. So, um, yeah, he's great. He's a great legend. And uh, some of the things that really impressed me the most about him outside of his his ability in the ring, because for a really big guy, like I said, he's about 468, 475. He could still move really well. Uh, but he also had really good mic skills. He had that 
old gritty voice and just always sound pissed off and it was perfect for the time. It was the perfect good versus bad heel. So uh rest in peace, sir. I hope you're having a great Royal Rumble with the other legends we've lost over the last year and a half. So uh there you go, man. King Kong Bundy. Take care, sir. Uh couple other news events. Now I'm gonna fill the one that I didn't talk to you about beforehand because it just popped in because I think the other news is a little bit cooler to talk about. But we got another entrance into the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, we did. Yes, we got Tory Wilson in the Hall of Fame. Now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna throw I'm gonna cop some shade on you a little bit, only because last week we talked about the honky tonk man going in. <laughs> you you had mentioned that he was a filler. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and retract that from you. And then we're going to just put this on Tori Wilson as she is the filler of the, uh, of the event. Uh, because honestly, outside of the fact of her, her stunning looks and the, the idea of the nineties, no championships that I can recall that she ever donned in the WWE whatsoever. She was literally, Unfortunately, the uh, one of the eye candies of ninety of the nineties, the Attitude Era. Great personality. It was awesome to see her in there. She did a, she did cool stuff in the ring here and there and stuff. But you could obviously tell it was one. It was it wasn't her primary job since day one. Uh, but yeah, she's in the Hall of Fame. Tori Wilson, your thoughts, sir? Um, I I love the fact that she's been uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, yes, I know I said some comments in regards to Honky Tonk Man, uh, but Tori Wilson is fantastic. When it comes to ballets, <laughs> she's one of the best that's out there. Um, I mean, there's obviously some ballets that, that need to be in there. Uh, when we talk ballets, we talk, you know, Miss Elizabeth. We, uh, I mean, and just Sorry. given she's she's not like the level Miss Elizabeth because Miss Elizabeth was an icon. Uh, but Tori Wilson became a wrestler too, and she became more of a she became a better wrestler as she progressed. And she probably would have had some championships if it hadn't been for her having to have surgery and on her back, and then having to cut her her um, her career short. Uh, because she was one of those, you know, Trish Stratus was a fitness model who came into the yeah. LA and became one of the greatest champions ever. I'm not saying Tori Wilson would have been the greatest champion ever, but she was on that to becoming an actual wrestler. She was one of the best. And what I remember of Tori Wilson was that she was one of the first, um, definitely one of the first females, um, but I think one of the first people in general to come over from WCW to WWE during the invasion uh, storyline. Uh, she and her and Stacy Keeler. Uh, but there was a lot of great storylines that happened with Tori Wilson through those attitude eras. Um, and so I think for what she was and what she brought to the 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 mainstream, because she was def definitely a mainstream name for a, a while. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think that that alone brings her into that that conversation of being in the Hall of Fame. Not yeah, so much titles, but what she brought to the, the industry. Yeah, I, I, I get your point on it, but I definitely wanted to make sure we removed the filler tag off a of honky tonk man. At least the guy had a championship runner too. Okay, all right, uh, fine. I will. Yeah, I will, right, thank you. I will pull back my comments in regard to honky tonk. However, when it comes down to it, every year there is a gimmick that's involved 
Allah, Godfather. Uh, just saying. I'll take gimmick. I'll take gimmick. Yeah, and and it's it's cool to see her in there. Uh, I I sometimes I hope though that sometimes like there's got to be a point where WWE looks at their Hall of Fame and doesn't try to saturate it. I guess in a sense, uh, because ultimately I think Hall of Fame to me. And this is coming from a sports ground means these guys uh, background. These guys are the top of their class. Like when you think uh, a team, when you think Green Bay Packers, you think Brett Favre. When you think Chicago Bulls, you think Michael Jordan. You know, these guys are Michael Jordan. Intro to pop culture trivia. LeBron James just passed Michael Jordan on the all time scores list tonight. Still doesn't matter. He's still not the goat. I'm. I'm. I, no, I'm not saying he's, <laughs> they won't say that. I, uh, I, I got Jordan up on the wall right there. Yeah, um, man. I, but uh, no. I mean, this is it. When you look at all time, I mean, obviously Kareem will never be touched. Um, I think Malone's up there. Uh, Kobe, uh, and then you got Jordan, yeah. and yeah. now he, in the top five scoring all time, we got LeBron James. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Now. Go back. Yeah. So yeah, kudos, kudos to uh, Tori Wilson for making it, but I'm really hoping that WWE starts in future. I'm sure there's other people that are, I, I'm going to say it more deserving than Tori Wilson. Uh, I think this should have been maybe one of those entries into the celebrity wing. I don't know. There's other people, other women. I, I'm saying just because there's other women and yet they haven't even had their considerations yet. Who? So that's uh, what's that? Who? Well, we got Victoria. Who's had multiple championship runs that hasn't had that yet? Um, let's see here. Gosh, man, now you make me go back. I should have wrote down a list of people. Molly Holly's in there. Yep. Uh, Molly Holly, she is yeah, in Molly, there. Yeah, no, Molly Holly's in there. That's what I was saying. She's in there. Uh, when you look at like the, well, like China, the we'll, we'll throw out the proverbial like China, she we will be in there. For there PX, there's but, a reason. So, yeah, here's the thing. They're not going in, to in, induct China this as an individual when they're inducting her this year as the as the uh, it, with DX. So we, we, know, we all know why she's not individual right, right now, and she right. should have well, well before. Yeah, agreed. And when you, when you look at that route, you know, Tori Wilson, I think is a is a solid individual to be brought in. Uh, I mean, to be honest, there the, over the last couple of years, a lot of the big names in female wrestling have been inducted. So now it's going to get to that next tier level of, of female wrestlers. Yeah. They're definitely running out of names of from the nineties. I mean, like, look uh, at the last, I mean, weird. we got within the last, what, seven years we've had, um, Ivory. We've had Jacqueline. We've had Lita, Trish. Um, well, Alundra blaze was just yeah. inducted not too long ago. Um, you know that that that's five female. Uh, Molly Holly was in that time six females within the last what six years, six seven years. You know it's uh, crazy though if you think about this. Every name you just every name you put out there. I know there's other women out there like uh, some of the ECW bringovers like Don Marie and whatnot. I, I get that, but of all those names we just talked about that were pretty much mainstay WWE. Those were the only names actually doing stuff on the roster at the time. Which is crazy, which goes to show the improvement and the advancement that wrestling has made from the 90s till now. Because you've got like seven women that you could put on the top of your uh, on your list, Victoria being one of them that's not in there, plus everyone else you just mentioned. And 
dude, there's like freaking seven women on. I mean, there's like seven women right now in the active roster that are crushing it with about 10 or five, uh, 10 women and potentially another five or more coming from NXT and just not in WWE in general, like across the spectrum, across the boards, women wrestling has transcended and has gotten so much better. And so, you know, that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that WWE somehow finds a way to be able to start kind of being a little bit more nitpicky on stuff and maybe giving them their due, but just, uh, I don't know, just don't throw them in there because they need a name from the nineties, you know? No, I, and I get that. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, here's the thing. When we look at this, at this hall of fame this year, the entire focus is going to be on DX. There's yeah. no doubt. There's no question about it. So you're not going to keep they're the headliner and which, yeah. all, you know, they, they announced them first. Um, so we're, we know that the next couple, let's see, we're, we're this week as of Sunday, will officially be four weeks out. So yeah. we got, we only have, um, three members included into this year's hall of fame. Usually they do what? Six or seven total. Yeah. Um, yeah, around there. so we're going to have another three. Uh, I don't, I don't think four, probably three more. They'll probably announce three next, the next three weeks. I'll announce somebody well, new. Yeah. Remember they always announce people, but then there's always these ones that don't get announced that we hear about the night of the hall of fame. Yeah, like, so I don't know. So I, I think with that, you know, we have n- nobody's going to be a tier level inductees the rest of the way through. It's going to be B and C level talent. Um, not necessarily people that don't deserve it, but just they're not. They're not going to focus away from DX. That's that's the end of it. Right? Especially when you have five members being inducted or six members being inducted through DX alone. You know, yeah. so that's where the focus is going to be. So exactly. again. Yeah. Congratulations, Tori Wilson. Well deserved. Congratulations, yeah. Cannot so, wait to watch her up on stage. Yeah, she still uh she still has the look, I'll tell you that. Uh, she she yeah. looks better now than she did when she was wrestling. I'm not gonna lie, I follow you. Oh, you watch her. She's oh man, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I do, dude, I can lie, man. The nineties man cursed me between her, between Sunny. Between Trish Stratus. Well, we oh, all know where, where Sonny ended up these days, but Tori Wilson Ooh, looks better than she did back then. Oh, At Tori yeah. Wilson, take a look, and you will not be disappointed. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt about that. And moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Last piece of news that we got this week, big piece of news. Samoa Joe gets his championship, gets his first WWE main roster championship, beating R-Truth, Rey Mysterio, and Andrade in a fatal four-way U.S. title open challenge and becomes the new U.S. championship a champion. Well-deserved. It's about time he got himself a championship. He, he's been on the roster long enough to where he should have had one, and it was and it was actually a really good match. Dude, were you able to catch it yet? Of course. Oh, yeah, just, catch just, it yet. Whoa, whoa. Come on, sure, man. That's last night when I got home from the bar after a long day of classes. Uh, but I did end up waking up at four in the morning this morning and watch the rest of it. And Ooh. because I had an hour drive to work with the rain, hopefully no one, no one of law enforcement was listening, but I may have had a plane on the phone plugged into the speakers in the car on the long hour drive to work. Hey, let me tell you, I do that all the time, but I don't watch the TV. I listen to it. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, you still listen and get everything going on. I think we still have active minds. I mean, if anyone gives me grief, I'm just going to tell them, hey, dude, I'm just trying to imitate what my dad used to do when he was a kid, listen to the radio and just listen and visually memorize it. You know what I'm saying? I would. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so Samoa Joe wins his championship. It was a good, it was a really good match. I like the fatal four way. Man, not only was it a great match, but I actually thought that R Truth, and I was pulling for R Truth to retain. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to too. And it sucks that he didn't, that he lost the title by not even being in the ring. Um, that's how it always happens. But I felt that they did, if they're going to take the belt off him, I thought that they did it right by not letting him get take the pin. Um, so he didn't. I mean, he's. It's good to be honest. Truth's on his way out. He's gonna be alive. He's alive. He's been there forever. They gave him the belt. Uh, I, you know, don't don't let him lose the get pinned in the middle of the ring. That's not cool. I actually thought he was gonna tap out, and I was like, don't do him dirty. Don't do him yeah. dirty like that. You know. So, and the fact that Andrade is the one that took the pin, I like that because Andrade, I feel like, is up and coming. He's proven himself, and I really don't think Andrade a pin is going to do him any harm right now because he's so new, so fresh and has been dominating in his matches. He's had that, you know, I don't know. I don't think it hurts him to take that pin. Absolutely not. And in fact, he's had a really great run this year so far, especially with his rivalry with Ray Mysterio, which I'm sure we'll be chatting about here in just a second. So, um, but it's good. I hope Samoa Joe holds on to this belt for a little bit, or at least tries to have a feud with. Uh, I think a feud with Our Truth would actually be pretty good. Our Truth has really shown that he's still got pep in his step. His matches are solid. He's still got all of his moves. His mic skills are on point right now. Him and Carmella as a team are are a great combination. And I hope they able to, are able to run this and potentially do a rematch or a one on one match with. Uh, Samoa Joe and R-Truth possibly at WrestleMania being one of the uh, intro matches or something. Who knows? I'd be okay with seeing Truth in a tag team match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because there's somebody who's expected to be at WrestleMania with no card or no match, and he's been mentioned an awful lot the last couple weeks because of R-Truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. You, I, mean, just, I mean, the two of them, I mean, how much, how cool would a WrestleMania moment be for R-Truth to be wrestling as a tag team with his childhood icon, John Cena? Which is awesome because he's older. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. Like I said, man, the point, the comedy right now with R-Truth is on point. Carmella is a great, a great uh, combo with him. She's, she's flowing really well. She's found a good uh niche it's not that she's uh uh valet she still actively wrestles but man she's she's working quite well with our truth right now which is not great. only that but i i am more entertained and i enjoy seeing her out there more now since she's been with our truth than i did before uh yeah she, i don't know it's just she obviously made a great heel but her, what she's doing now, she doesn't have the high screeching, screaming, and yelling, and yeah. arrogant conversation, and, and mics that she's doing that she was doing then. It's just, it's more entertainable, it's enjoyable, and it's good to see her, you know, getting positive reaction rather than getting booed. Uh, I think she's embraced this, and I think she's fantastic. Not only that, but our truth is doing some of the best. Let's be honest. To me, honestly. I feel like R Truth is doing some of his best work on the mic since he was K Quick and Raw and Raw Road Dog. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I mean, so I don't know. I, I love the two of them together. I hope that they continue to go and do more entertaining stuff because, I mean, look at, you know, a month and a half, two months ago, we were talking about True TV being the most entertaining moment of on SmackDown every week. And, so, uh, yeah. and that's because of them. And uh, we got to welcome Peopolis to the uh, chat room on Twitch. And I'm going to tell you right now, man. I don't think you want us to do in a seven minute or seven second dance break. Like we are the wrong people to be throwing out. I mean, uh, I could probably do it. Um, 
but I'm definitely not doing a floss. Uh, I, I know I can't do it like them. Um, maybe maybe when when Mind Freak comes back, we can get him to do a floss or something as like his return. Um, him, and, and him being the last place. Yeah, yeah. Last place and punishment for not being here. Two but weeks to row here we before we move on, and we since we're just talking about Hall of Fame. Speaking of Petopolis, uh, mentioning you know the the rumors about Heart Foundation uh, possibly being members of the induction into Hall of Fame this year. What are your thoughts on that? If that were true, I think it's it's well deserving. However, I would hope they would wait a year. Yeah. And the only reason why I say that is because if you're going to put the Heart Foundation into the Hall of Fame, they are going to be the first introduced, and they are going to be the headline for the. Uh, for that class. And you could talk about every version of it. You could talk about the original with uh, Bret Hart and Neidhart. You could talk about the uh, addition of having Owen Hart. You could eventually talk about Davey Boy and Owen Hart. Uh, you can go any any direction you want to go. Bottom line, the Hart Foundation would be one that I hope that they make as the primary or the main intro. To put them on it this year, it would be great. It'd be well-deserving, especially with Neidhart passing this year. But I think with DX, and I think all the stuff that now China has gotten with the DX announcement, they're not going to get the cred that they should get or the uh, the notoriety. Like, they won't get as much time as DX and how China now is getting in when she's well-deserved. Yeah, no, I, and I agree with that. I think that they're well-deserved. I mean, when you look at the Hart Foundation, they are they are tag team wrestling. They're one of the greatest and most well-recognized tag teams in wrestling industry history. Um, what the Hart Foundation was, what they stood for, and who they were, absolutely. I mean, the fact Bret Hart's in the Hall of Fame, Neidhart will ne Hart, Neidhart's never going to get in as an individual. He yeah. needs to get in as a tag team. And I get it. Um, the perfect timing, if it wasn't for DX being inducted, this would absolutely be the perfect timing. Uh, but I agree. I think that they should wait a year so they can put the focus on there because of how – because put it this way. We're going to get Shawn Michaels being the second two-time Hall of Fame induction this year. If you do the Hart Foundation, now you're going to make Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, which obviously they have their connection with each other. Both becoming two-time tag or Hall of Famers in the same show, um, so I think you kind of got to separate the two. Uh, the fact that you have the story between Sean and Brett, I think you kind of need to separate that also. Uh, even though they've made up, it's, you don't want that. You don't because you know if they put them both up on stage, that's going to be mentioned multiple times. You just know what it is because that's how. That's how Corey Graves is. That's how Michael Cole is. They're just gonna you know the feud between the two of them is gonna mention, even though it shouldn't. Yeah. Um, I think that they should wait till next year. Uh, I think if you go to next year, then you can bring in the Hart Foundation. Um, I, if everything's going the way it's looking, we're probably gonna get Undertaker next year because it doesn't look like he's got anything going forward and might be done with the WWE as far as wrestling goes. Um, and if that's the case. You, you absolutely put him as your headliner next year, and then you could. Because I don't, I don't think the Hart Foundation is a headlining group, but they're a probably a co-headliner. And when you do that, you can absolutely put them and um, Undertaker. And to be honest, for me, I think a great Hall of Fame class would be Undertaker, Hart Foundation, Owen Hart. Put both all three of them together. Um, you don't put them as one, but you give Owen Hart his due also. It, it's never going to happen, but. And then you, you put Christian in there. I think that would be a great Hall of Fame class with them. And then, you, you know, sprinkle in some others. Um, yeah. But that would be, be a fantastic class. And we'll probably never – we won't see that. But, uh, yeah, like you said, 
Heart Foundation definitely needs a spotlight. They they would just be overshadowed uh, by putting them in the same class as the DX. Yeah, the DX. If, if it wasn't for the fact that China wasn't part of this, because because really the minute they mentioned DX was going in, that's the first thing people said. Finally, China's going in. That's that's what everyone was talking about. They're still talking about it to this day. Um, and 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 going off on that, this is where WWE needs to start uh, taking their pride and put it in their pocket right now. People like China who uh, were, was an integral part of the women's revolution and evolution. If it wasn't for China, people would, we wouldn't see Nia Jax entering the freaking Royal Rumble. I mean, she did it. She won the She's the first female to win a male's championship in the WWE. She wins the Intercontinental time, I think twice, actually. Just so, once. No, it was just once? It okay, was just I, once, I, and it was a co-champion. Gotcha. Uh, so you should get, she wins the championship. I mean, she should have her own thing. Owen Hart should definitely be in there. Owen Hart paid his dues and, 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 and did was probably one of the better. I don't want to say mid carters. Cause I don't, uh, cause I hate to say mid card sounds bad, but he wasn't, he was never the heavyweight champion. He wasn't the big championship, but he always wore those, the European, the tag team, the intercontinental. He's won those, worn those in between championships and he made such a good name for himself. He was able to break away from his uh, brother's shadow enough to where people mention his name and how he gave his life to the damn industry. That's the least the WWE could do is give him his opportunity in the, in the uh, spotlight, but because they're prideful, and there's a lot of out of door, outside interferences and stuff with the family. Uh, it's just it's BS. It really is. So, um, yeah, man, that, that's my takes. Uh, that, that's our news. We went too long on it, but it's all good because now it's time for fast lane. What's that? Energy. Look at the energy flowing for Marty right now. <laughs> Let's do uh, it. Let's go. Yes, Let's yes, zero right. to a hundred. In the blink of an eye, because we're on to the last pay-per-view on the road to WrestleMania. As of this pay-per-view, we will officially be one month out from WrestleMania 35, New York City, four seats, watching by the stage, watching them come out, watching history with the first women's headlining pay-per-view uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, let's get into it, because that's about yeah, all the yeah. excitement that's going to come from this card. And by the way, man, make sure you tell us where your seats are so we can try to uh, get a photo of that and put it up on the. Uh... I, I just told you floor seats by the stage. Just, just well, I got gotcha. you. There's a huge stage and there's plenty of floor seats around the stage. So when you can get more specific, yeah, that'd be yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. All right, thank you. All right, so we've got eight matches uh, on the fast lane pay per view. Uh, we're going to start off the pre-show match, which I actually think is going to be a very good match. Could be a potential uh, show sealer if we haven't seen it four times already. Um, Ray Mysterio versus Andrade. Andre, uh, that too. Andrade. Thank you. Uh, I was for a moment having a quick uh, Selena Vega moment because I watched uh, just recently and yeah, SmackDown and that was yeah, Selena Vega was a, a really good manager. Um, so you got yeah, Ray versus Andre. Is. Yeah, Ray versus Andrade. And uh, this has been a good, a very good rivalry. It is, um, but it's an overplayed and done. Like, it, this it's, needs to be over. <sighs> I, I don't know. Who is no, it? No. Andrade, Andrade's up 2-1 right now, right? I want to say, yeah, he's 2-1. So what? Uh, Ray loses or wins. They go up. Two two, and they got to have a 
a rubber mat for a fifth time? I mean, is this going to be Sheamus and Cesaro, you know, 2019? I mean, it's, it's just, I'm just, they're great. They have great chemistry. Um, Andrade, Mysterio, they're amazing performers. Ray can absolutely be moving on to somebody else to get them over. Andrade is over. He needs to be somewhere else for the feud, working his way towards a belt. I just don't see how him wrestling Ray does him any good when they've done it over and over and over again. Yeah, with that, it's not like I, we're ne- yeah, it's not like we're seeing anything new with these matches. I mean, I've already seen the freaking uh, uh, what do you want to call it? The freaking spike flipper, her Corona. Damn, it's a good move, but we've seen it like for every single match. It looked cool the first time, but after the fourth time, it's like, uh, okay. Um, yeah, didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, it's, I, I feel you on this one, man. It's one of those things where I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make Andrade as the next uh, Ray Mysterio. Never going to happen. because he's not even the same type of wrestler as Andrade as Mysterio. Yeah, absolutely not, no. Uh, Going Go with that, uh, I got Andrade winning this and hopefully ending this storyline for a time being. I don't mind hold, if we have you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, before, before we do our we picks, I'm going I'm to pull a little Vince McMahon action on you here being the producer. The last couple prediction casts, you guys have been like just picking the same stuff over with each other and kind of patting each other on the back. So um, if this, this uh, fast lane pay-per-view event you end up picking the same picks again of each other i'm going to take two random matches and switch picks on you guys so somebody wins because i'm going to make this a competition (laughs) so so that's that's all i wanted to let you know because (laughs) well so we don't keep having just these tiebreaker type of stuff going on all the time luckily mine freak and i do have some variation um no no it's just um, if you two you two oh. are the ones that the the f- first one of the year. I think you only had one pick different, except for your your winners on uh, who was going to be the last person standing. And then last pay per view event, it was the exact same picks throughout. You know, you guys kind of just telling each other, "Hey, good job." You know, <laughs> so, so great minds think alike, dude. Oh, what are you that's fine. <laughs> you can think alike, but it's cutthroat. It's time to uh, to try and get that win. So. Um, just, so, just, by the way, uh, for everyone who's now been on this show or watching this, he is our producer. <laughs> that is Mess5150. He's the guy who creates the magic. And whenever you watch our videos and see the pics and pops up, that's the guy that does all the work right there. So, And that is the first official run-in that we've had not only on the show, but by the producers. So, well done, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm just here to throw a wrench in, in your in your entire thing. So, don't pick the same picks. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Well, you might as well stay on and read off Mind Freak's uh, nope. picks for the week. No, nope. I mean, I'm out of here now. I'm out of here. I just came in to throw a wrench. <laughs> That's it. I'm gone. <laughs> but if you want to see him some more, you can definitely see him Friday night at 8 p.m. as he is uh, Pacific Standard Time. He is the host of Malice Ivan Corp, Malice Corp's uh, main talk show, Friday night on Twitch, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Mess 5150. He's the man. Uh, he's my inspiration. <laughs> That's why I try to do my best. 
He's just like a producer. To, I feel like I need to change up one of my matches because so, I feel like we're going to be tied again. And I'm you know what? I over in one of these. I think I think I might have just changed. I, I didn't circle one of mine. I'm going to circle the one that I think you'll go opposite of, and we'll call it a day. We'll see. <laughs> um, All right. So we're going to start with the first match on the pre-show. We got Andrade yeah. versus Mysterio in the singles match. Uh, Derek Mind Freak has got six one nine. Ray Mysterio Jr. winning the match. And right. I have Andrade Cien Almas. Oh, I hate to give it to the producer, but I'm actually going to pick and follow uh, Mind Freak. I'm going to pick Ray. I'm picking oh, 619. Yeah. A wonderful thing. <laughs> and just like that with the first pick, the wrench is thrown out. Yeah, take your wrench. Ra- you, you know what you can do with that wrench, Mr. Producer? You can shine, shine it up really, really nice. Turn that some bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. Yeah. <laughs> And why did we go blank on Twitch? What's going on? <laughs> All right, so that's our that's our uh, match right there. Yeah, uh, all right, we're good to go. Now, now we get into the main event, uh, the main show. Uh, all but two of these are actually, yeah, all the but two of the matches are title matches. Uh, normally, we usually keep the title matches for last, but in this situation, some of the the other two sh- uh, matches that are not title matches are actually pretty damn important. So we're going to save those for later. Um, I am going to start off with uh, the women's championship SmackDown. Uh, we're going to start off with Oscar versus Mandy Rose. Now I'm intrigued by this match and I'm not. And the only reason why I am is because Mandy Rose has gotten significantly better just in the last two to three weeks. Okay, which is awesome. Uh, two, three months, excuse me, not two, three weeks, two, three months. Beginning of the year, ever since they've been pushing her, she's gotten better every week. And now she's got her first opportunity, I believe, at a title. At a, and not only that, it's at a pay-per-view, the one that sets up WrestleMania. Uh, it's, it, yeah, uh, if we could quote Mind Freak, it, well, it, it's it's one of those matches that can go either way. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start with you on this one, sir. Where, what, what is your feelings really? on You're it? going to make me go first on this one? This Absolutely, because I already know where you're going with it. So you, you might don't as well know just where I'm going with it. There. You don't know because as much as I feel like I want – as much as I want her to have the champions, she's my girl. I love her. And I wish she had a championship belt coming off this pay-per-view. But it's just not time. And – with that, Oscar leaves fast lane and goes to WrestleMania with the SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh, all right. And since I just saw a note from our producer that he's going to go eat dinner and everything, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you, sir, and also go with Oscar as well. Uh, and the only reason why I'm going with Oscar is because I think Mandy Rose is going to get a title. I don't think Mandy Rose is going to get a title right before WrestleMania because WrestleMania, you have to have your top dogs at the main show. You cannot have any subpar matches. When you watch her in some of her matches, her skill sets are much improved, but it's you well, can see something would happen. You know, it's just, If the uh, rumor of what I heard a little while ago is has any validity to it, Mandy Rose being the champion of WrestleMania would be better than what we might get. True, very true. But as we've also learned lately, uh, and people are just starting to come out of the woodworks out of nowhere, dude. Um, I 
who knows? They throw a freaking they throw a wrench, a proverbial wrench into WrestleMania and give Oscar someone that we are not expecting. Well, somebody's been around that hasn't had a match yet, but she makes her appearance known every week. Oh, um, yeah. Let's so go there, dude. It's you, you said who do you have winning this match? I Oscar? actually went, I went with Oscar as well. So it's a clean sweep because Mind Freeze got Oscar also. Yeah. Now the producer can't give us grief for that one because that's just a. You know, we've been watching wrestling long enough to know that WWE is not going to have Mandy Rose in a title match as much as we would like to see it for WrestleMania. I mean, if she does win it, I'll tell you, this might get me a point. She'd lose next week uh, to somebody else to set up a WrestleMania match. It won't be Mandy Rose winning that belt, though, or having that belt at WrestleMania. If Mandy Rose were to win this match and walk out of Fastlane with the title, trust me, you will all know. If you follow our Twitter page, because it will be known. <laughs> Shoot, Corey Graves will blast that all across the, the damn internet. <laughs> Probably break the account. Shoot, so, all right, so we're, we're one deep or two deep, guys. Uh, we're doing all right. Uh, let's see here. Now we go from Women's Championship. Uh, let's see. Tag here. teams. Yeah, let's go with the Women's Tag Team. I want to go with that way uh, just because I think the other tag, well, yeah, they're both. Eh. Well, let's go with the women's tag. Boston Hug Connection versus Nia Jax and Tamina. And this uh, is their first pay-per-view defense for the title. Yes, it is. It's actually, I think, their first defense altogether, isn't it? Mm, did, they, did they not defend it on NXT last week? I they were just recall. there. They're, no, I think no, they, they were just, just there. there and just talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. They said they would defend it on NXT. Right. But there yes, was no this defense. is their first official defense. Oh, man. And there's so many. Pick. I know. I know, man. And uh, I mean, I could. I don't know if you could tell by the shirt I'm wearing. Uh, but I'm going to pick, actually, and this is going to be crazy, Nia Jackson Tamina. Wow. And Yeah. I, I here here's the thing, the goody two shoes, the Boston hug connection is great, and it was great that they won the championship, but I really can't see Tamina and Nia Jax not having the championship without having. I mean, it's gonna be a one on one competition now. I mean, it should be Nia Jax and Tamina just demolishing the tag team and taking the belt. I would like to see them win it because they would dominate the division and hopefully give enough time to allow other women's tag teams to form and build up the division. Because to me, Boston Hug is a great photo, them holding the belt, but I think it's going to wear thin sooner rather than later versus it's more believable to see a dominant tag team with Nia and Tamina. Plus, like I mentioned before, I think Tamina is deserving of a belt for God's sake. You might as well give her one by now. She's only been with the company almost 10 years and she hasn't got a single belt yet. And she's regardless of injuries, she always comes back and she always comes and does what she can. And she did it during really trying times at one point with family relations happening. So give her a chance, give her a belt. And I think that the women's tag team would flourish even more because it just means more tag teams form and there would get more. Uh, there would be more competition happening. So, um, Mind Freak picks Boston Hug Connection. 
I agree yeah. with you a lot. Would you say uh, Nia Jax to me it would be amazing for the tag team? I obviously have wanted them to win it at the Elimination Chamber. Thought they were going to win it. Yeah. Um, I think that they would excel and lift it up to a whole new level. Especially you give it to Boston Hug just because of who they are. You give them the perennial first time to win it, first female champions. You give it to them so they get their name on that record book. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is going to be a long tenure with them for those belt with those belts. However, I do not believe this as a universal uh, defended belt. Um, I feel like we're going to see something big happen at WrestleMania. And considering that we have three members of these four horsewomen from both UFC and WWE wrestling fighting in the main event. And I think a great opportunity would be for the Boston Hug Connection to win these belts and then get challenged by uh, Marina Schieffer and Jessamyn Duke at, at WrestleMania. So then we have the storyline going forward of the four-on-four, four, and I think that is essentially what we're going to see. Um, fancy booking, throwing it out there now. Um, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past the WWE to try to get that going uh, if we get – only because – they're going to have to see something going forward for all of them, especially once Ron loses the belt to Becky Lynch. Um, so, when my pick, um, I got Boston Hug retaining and winning and retaining. I'll tell you this, man. I see your thought process there, but have you actually watched Jessamyn Duke uh, and them? Have you seen them in the ring yet? I have. And oh. they're, they're better than half the tag team women tag teams that we have seen. They are an act. They are actually a legit tag team rather than two female wrestlers thrown together. They are, but I, I, I have a, I'm having like, and, and I'm the one who watches NXT every week and I love it. And stuff. I have a hard time watching their matches. Uh, it's, it, it's kind of like what we were talking about with Baszler when she switched over Ronda, when they switched over, um, they, they seem like they're having a harder time adjusting. And I think part of it is because they're right now in the shadows of Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. Um, it, it should help them out, but they're having a hard time adjusting to in-ring competition. The matches, uh, I mean, they're striking and everything. It almost seems like they're holding back their match because, because legitimately they can strike, they can hit, they, they've been in UFC, they've, they fought. And you could see them holding back too much to a point where there's a lot of misses. There's a lot of obvious like, oh, my gosh, you you totally screwed that one up. And so that's why I'm kind of like, I see your point, but they are not ready for it yet. And and they've only got 30 days to be ready for it. So, um, so we got our uh, – so, yeah, so it looks like two – you guys picked Boss Nug and we got Nia Jax. That is correct. All right. So then we are moving forward. Uh, let's move on to the uh, let's move move on to the men's tag team. I think that's a great uh, segue over. Uh, you've got the Usos versus Shane and Miz. Really, that's the one you're going to pick first over the other tag team. You're not going to get the the bullshit tag team match out of the way first. Oh crap! You're right. That, well, it's such bullshit. I wrote that to the last match, and I totally skipped it. Yeah, yeah. Let's you not. Know, how are you going to pass yeah. that when that's your favorite tag team in that match? You're the one who has their T-shirt. Take it easy, buddy. Um, all right. So Raw Tag Team Championships. Actually, yeah. So we have a three-way tag team. We have the Revival as the champs. 
versus uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet. And then you have at the last minute add-on uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable uh, in a triple threat tag team match. Uh, We're going to uh, throw out Mind Freak's picks. He's got Ricochet yeah, go and Black. It. Cool. Uh, you know what's funny? You're going to love this. I'm going to pick the Revival. I knew that you would. And I, 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 the only reason why I say it, man, is they've been the stepping stone for everybody for the last three weeks. They've lost every match. It's a good way to give them a nice little win is at a, at a pay-per-view that's a meaningless pay-per-view is a, in a sense because really, other than the fact that this is setting up stories, they don't really have a story right now. So this win is going to be one of those things where we're, we're not going to be talking about the next day. We're going to be talking about other matches that are going to happen. So I think Revival pulls it off. Uh, I don't. I think they're going to lose this belt. They gave them, they throw them the bone um, so they can hang around a little bit before leaving the AEW. Um, I don't I don't want to see Gable and, and Rude with the belts again. I just cannot stand Gable uh, at all. And I think Bobby Rude deserves so much better than what the storylines and the, um, the programs they keep giving him. Uh, and I think that the new guys are going to get one over here. And I think that Ricochet and Black get these belts and they run wild on the main roster. All right. Go with that. I, the only reason why I didn't want to pick Aleister Black and, and Ricochet is because if they solidify them as a tag team by winning the belts, uh, I, I don't know. I, I see Ricochet and Aleister Black, Black both having very good successful careers right from the beginning because they came out of NXT successful as all heck. I mean, Man, Ricochet was only on there for four months. Uh, Alistair Black for, I think, of just over a year. So they've made that much of an impact that fast that I wouldn't want to waste any of their time or talent on trying to solidify a tag team when they've got more enough tag teams coming through the division that they can get them on their paths to win Intercontinental Gold, potential championships, like major championships. It's not like we've never seen uh, someone who weighs under 200 pounds win a championship. Yeah, uh, right, I, just, I think we have a lot of individual talent already that you can't jump them up in front of everybody. It's been doing it for a time. The while it's been there, um, you can't just ins- you got to let them earn their way up. You got to slow roll them, um, and this is the perfect way to do it. Have them as a tag team, let them get their dues, um, let people get excitement and get their following behind them, and then you can have them go their separate ways by still having that friendship there. And and then you you let them do their own thing, and then you let them see what they do at their two or five cruiserweight championship or an IC or US title. Um, just because I, I think that this is going to get the visibility on them. Um, it's going to open them up to future storylines. But this is a starting point for them, and I think the revival um, get them over. All right, there you go. Well, there we go. We talked about the trash tag team championship. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to the other one then. This one is actually going to be a phenomenal match. Usos versus Shane and Miz. Uh, in, in uh, first of all, uh, Miz's hometown. Gonna, uh, still Cleveland, going to be there. His dad's going to be there. We've heard about it for the last month or so. Uh, Speaking of his dad being there, because, because they're fighting the Usos, I just how awesome to be if the Mrs. Dad's right there, and then on the other side, you get the Usos Daddy there, and Big Daddy Rikishi is just sitting there chilling, and puts Daddy Miz in his place. Um, I'd love to see that. Face. You know, whatever has to happen has to happen. Uh, 
I just think that'd be awesome. Just a, a cool portion of the storyline to build something up. I think that'd be pretty cool. However, I pre uh no he no he'll be out in I would say uh Rikishi's out here in Brea. Uh, yeah. I'm going to do a, a stand up. I think that's not until uh, later this month, though. So, uh, pick wise, uh, I'm just going to cut to the chase. I'm giving it to the Usos. <clears throat> and the only reason, uh, I, the reason why I want to give it to the Usos is because A, they're deserving to have the championship run that they had, they need. B, they should be the championships going into WrestleMania because they are the top tag team in the division. And they do, and- they deserve to finally have their WrestleMania moment because they absolutely keep over every single year. And they have been the best and most consistent tag team for the last six years. And they keep getting screwed over right before WrestleMania comes. So they better walk out with these belts to lead into WrestleMania. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I'm assuming that's who you just picked. It is. It is who I picked also because it continues my storyline of the Miz and Shane drama and that's going to lead to them at wrestlemania so i think this is the perfect time to make that happen um and clean sweep again usos for mind freak there you go so our producer is not watching right now hopefully and he's not hearing this clean sweep stuff we have had some cool we have three matches different from each other so that's almost half the matches all right go finish your dinner all right so uh (laughs) so we're, we're we're cruising along pretty well here uh Anything do you think – so we're almost – we got like the three main matches left. Do you think any surprises, non, um, non-match, non non-wrestling, do you think there's going to be any surprises that come into this pay-per-view to set up something for fa- uh, WrestleMania? Um, no, I don't. No. No, not I don't I don't still see where somebody could insert themselves. Uh if they were to, it'd be some it'd be a legend. Um, you know, Cena, something like that. But I just don't see where there's a match that they can really just do that. Uh, I think if some one of them come out, it'll be something at, at, at a pay per view card that does it. Or not a, as a at a home show, like a, a raw a raw smackdown that that'll get that storyline going. I think this is just gonna be a quick pay per view. Gotcha. Okay, I got one I'm gonna throw in there in a little bit, uh, which goes to our three ch- uh, three main matches of the night. Um, I'm gonna start off with the uh, recently announced uh, show, or excuse me, recently announced uh, uh, match that they did over the last couple of days. Uh, we're gonna start off with the Shield versus um, McIntyre. Ma- yeah, McIntyre. Yeah, three MB. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, technically, they could get away with that one. Uh, They'd be yeah. better. Yeah. Oh, hell, a lot better. Does that make Bobby Lashley, Jinder, and Baron Corbin Heath Slater? Because I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Just Heath Slater on roids. Um, yeah. So Shield versus the the talents of uh, Baron Cors- Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Andrew McIntyre. Uh. I started off my pick last time. I defer to you on this one, sir. I think we're going to see a lot of different things happen in this match. We're going to see the, a great match, personally. Uh, but obviously, we're going to have Lashley's baby brother there, uh, Leo Rush, hanging around the ringside. We always know how that goes. But I also think because Dean Ambrose and him kind of being the fourth man, I think that we see um, – Elias come out at some point of this match because he's not on the card. He's got nothing going on. Um, 
that being said, the reunion tour, the final outing, uh, who knows what's going to happen in a month if Dean Ambrose is still going to be around. Um, I just don't, they could absolutely go the opposite way, and it would it would make for a, a strong story to go forward. However, you just, you just can't go against the shield on this one. Man, I, 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 I see your point. I do. Um, it's hard. It's, it, it's a hard pick only because, like I said, we don't know who – we don't know the status of uh, uh, freaking Dean Ambrose. We don't know if he's going to go – It's a I work, know. bro. It's a work. Uh, exactly, exactly. Um, but you never know, man. It could happen. You really, you really could see it happening. <laughs> You know, However, speaking of, of of Dean, there was a comment that was made on Monday night that was that really didn't sit well with me, and it was kind of odd. And Corey kind of went after right away, but Mrs. Ambrose, um, I don't know, why am I dropping her name right now? I don't even can't even know, I forget her name. Um, during the match, Renee asking Renee, Renee. Young. Uh, wow, I don't know how I forgot that. Uh, I guess that just talks about her uh, performances, how unforgettable they are, uh, or forgettable they are. Um, she made a comment regarding Ambrose when he first walked out and went to the back, uh, and she said, "You know, you don't know he's doing going, you know, going for the the greener grass or the green, you know, something along those lines." And it's like, really, like. I get what you. I, I get it. Like you want to go, you chase the the grass and the, uh, the grass is green on the other side, kind of thing. But this is still your employer. Like, how are you gonna say this greener grass than the people still paying you? I just, I, it was weird to me that she said that, and be, and then Corey Corey pounced on that right away, and she said, "Well, you don't know what he's got planned." It's like, okay, this is a work. Yeah. Yeah, this is a one hundred percent work because you just threw out a bullshit line that makes absolutely no sense. Um, whether you're trying to progress the the story of him leaving uh, or not, it just it was like that's that's a weird comment for somebody to make about their husband leaving when they're still employed by that same company. Not only is it that because I also agree with you. I remember hearing that, but the the other thing is this. Uh, it, let's just say everything is true. Let's just say in a month he does leave and he decides to go to wherever it is and stuff. Okay. I don't know if she's got the idea that this is Cody and Brandy Rhodes or something. Like she's got the idea that, okay, well, Dean's going to be gone. So I'm sure that if I go ahead and ask for my release, the WWE is going to do it. She um, ain't leaving. Why well, would she? She's the first female commentator no, no, on, on Raw. No, but but let me finish the thought for a sec. I don't. Well, if it was a valid that. thought, then I would let you. Oh, here we go. Here we my, go. My bad. I apologize. Yeah, dude. But so here's the thing. I mean, she could legitimately go. Yeah, she is the first female cat. It doesn't mean she can't do that. We're going to the other place, like say following him. But here's the thing, though. That comment right there. Not only is it to us a setup as far as hey, uh, nothing's gonna happen. But B, if it was legitimately true, saying something like that on live air TV just doesn't sit well with the McMahons. And you know how the McMahons are. If you're not on their good side and you ask for the release, guess what they're gonna do? We make too much money. 
you can go ahead and do nothing for the next two years. Why don't you go ahead and ask Neville that question? Because Neville was Neville was one of the top guys, spoke too much smack, wanted to leave, and they're like, no, we'll pay you. Just go ahead and sit around and do nothing for two years. It seemed like forever. Bottom it was line, from like no. January pre-Royal Rumble, and then he got released in, in September right before All In. Dude, all I'm saying is that Beth, I mean, uh, Brandy and Cody Rhodes had a special agreement because guess what? They didn't piss in Vince McMahon's bowl of Cheerios. They kept working and working, and when they finally decided they wanted to go, they asked for release, and they got it because they they did nothing wrong, man. Vince was like, do your thing. Have fun. It would not happen if it was in real – if this is legit, it will not happen with Renee. She will sit on the sidelines if that if that was the case until her contract expires. And that's the thing I thought about. I was like, dude, that was the dumbest comment I have heard in a long time from anybody and there's been some dumb comments lately. So a lot um, lately. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah, a lot. Yeah. So with that being said, oh man, I am gonna also go with the shield, but it's gonna be outside interference that wins the match. Uh fortunately, our faithful producer comes or no, actually, no, that was you. My apologies. Uh Braun Strowman comes out. That's what I was actually thinking comes in and gets into the mix and does some work and then the shield walks out with the win. If it is the last time we see the shield going out with a win. I don't think it's the last time. But... I don't either. Um, but I, I agree. Um, shield wins this match. Uh, Mind freak has got the shield. So a clean sweep on the, on the match. All right. All right. Now, now he's going to start probably getting back on the show here in a second. If we don't start changing stuff up, which Guess what? The last two matches, I guarantee things aren't going to change. <laughs> uh, let's go with the championship match. Uh, WWE Championship. Brian, the new Daniel Bryan versus Kofi King. Oh, damn it. F you, Vince McMahon. Damn it, man. Kevin Bryant, or Kevin, uh, Kevin Owens. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens. The new Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens. Right. That being said, um, obviously it's BS, the fact that they pulled Kofi. And I hope this leads up to WrestleMania. I don't know. Obviously, Mustafa Ali's back. I hope that this wasn't a deflection of pulling Kofi so they could bring Ali back in the picture. Uh, he returned this week. Yeah. And there was no pop for him. And it just, it just, I don't, even before Kofi, there just wasn't that much of a pop for, for Mustafa Ali. Uh, I really hope that they don't go the route of, of inserting him back into the story. That's why they have Kofi pulled. Uh, it just, it's not going to fly. It's not going to resonate with the fans. It's not going to come across on TV properly. It's going to be forced. And to be honest, Mustafa Ali isn't the kind of character that needs to be forced in her face. You know, he's just not. Uh, he doesn't have the magnetism of Roman Reigns or Charlotte Flair that has been kind of thrown in our faces the last few years. But so I hope that that's not the case. Um, that being said, if we're going to get somebody other than Kofi and Daniel Bryan, I think Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens is going to be phenomenal. Um, these guys have, you know, history from before. Um I'll be watching this match, and I will be seeing Brian Danielson, Kevin Steen. Uh, it's we're going to see a great match between these two. Um, I so I, I, I if we're not getting Kofi and Daniel Bryan, I'm glad that we're getting Kevin Owens 
and, and Daniel Bryan. Um, I have Daniel Bryan retaining just because I don't think Kofi or Kevin Owens is going to win the belt. Um, I just don't see that happening. But I think that we see a returning Sami Zayn. And I think he walks to the ring with Kevin Owens. Uh, he's got to have his guy by his side because we all we know that the ginger on the other side is going to be there. And we're going to have Eric Rowan right there by Daniel Bryan. And I think Sami Zayn is going to have to be there to balance things out. Ginger. Actually, you know, but that was the thing. I was asking you earlier, is there going to be anybody coming back? And absolutely, yeah. Sammy, this is Sami Zayn's match to come back because they set it up perfectly. You got no friends. Dude. You got nobody to help you out. It's just you. But then not only that, though, they also showed the video of the New Day saying, hey, we're going to be there at Fastlane. That so, is true. I forgot about so, that. So it's not like Kofi's not going to be around. So there's a lot of things that could come out of this match. Now, ultimately, I, I do concur, too. Daniel Bryan will win the match or at least retain the belt. I, I hate to say it, he could potentially lose the match. Oh, okay. So you got to pick one. You can't say he's going he's gonna to retain because that doesn't mean crap about who's going to win or lose the match. Well, you said he's going to retain the match. You didn't say – I said he's going to win and retain the belt. Oh, you said he was going to retain the belt. I say he's going to win and retain. All right. Well, he is going uh, – he'll win. He'll win. But I went down if outside interference screws it the other way. But who cares? I'm picking Daniel Bryant. To Clean, sweet, yeah. number yeah. four for Malice Smackdown. Ooh. Because Daniel or, uh, Mind Freak is picking Daniel Bryant also. I can almost tell you that if my producers li- our producers listening, I'm just going to tell you right now, this last match, don't don't expect anyone to go sideways on it, okay? Oh, uh, you, you got a Flair winning also? What's that? You got a Flair winning also? Well, you broke up right there. Who? You have Charlotte Flair winning also? Uh, you don't have Charlotte Flair winning. We're going to get Becky versus Asuka. Oh, hell no. Becky's got a redeemer stuff for that tap out at Royal Rumble. No. No, no, no. Hell no. no. Definitely hell. not going to happen. No. When it comes down to it. You can see this one from a mile away. Obviously, this could be the absolute match. They swerve the hell out of us and make Becky or Becky lose. And we do get Charlotte versus Ronda in a one-off, which would be ridiculous. Be the stupidest decision they've made in years. Um, it'd be almost as stupid as letting Batista win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I, I, Becky Lynch is going to win this match. There's no question about it. It's just, it's good for business. It's what everybody wants. It's going to sell WrestleMania, Definitely. even though WrestleMania has already been sold. If they're, if they're going with what everyone wants, they'll find a way of getting freaking Charlotte to wrestle Oscar for the damn championship and get her out of the picture altogether because no one asked for Charlotte Flair to be in the WrestleMania match against Ronda Rousey. And I agree. I, I've been reading some of the stuff out there lately, and this, this match, bringing Charlotte into it, seeing Ronda go heel, this is all forced at this point. They had such a pure true chemistry happening between Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. It, it, it was perfect. You didn't need anything else. They were doing so well with social media. Twitter was getting blown up. Like everyone wants to see Ronda Rousey versus uh, Becky Lynch. And, yeah, was- and when, you, when you go with that, like I've been saying this for a while, 
you insert Charlotte Flair, the quality of match goes up immensely. The quality of storyline decreases deeply because obviously Charlotte Flair, not only is she the best female wrestler on the roster, she's potentially one of the best wrestlers on the roster altogether. So when you put her in a mat, a wrestling match with, with Ronda and Becky, the overall talent and performance of the match rises because she can elevate that match to different levels that Ronda and Becky just can't do wrestling wise. Now, storyline wise, Becky and Ronda will tell a story better than anything else. And that's what we're seeing. So Charlotte definitely comes off as the odd man out because she's not inserted into the social media feud with the exception of her being mentioned by the others because she's not jumping in there. She hasn't been getting in the matches or in the ring with them as far as fighting. Um, I mean, look at this last week. She tried to get in the ring a couple times, but then backed off and walked away. Um, So... When you look at the talent in the match, she increases the talent, but she she devalues the story that's being told. Now, now, uh, Piopolis uh, on the chat has a question. I have the answer for it in my head. Does Ronda show up at Fastlane to help Becky win the match to get her in there? That's um, an interesting storyline. I think it actually work out well. I think that I think that actually does work. I wasn't even thinking about that. Um, but I think it, it. I think jacked. it does. She's got a jacked up knee. She comes out last uh, or on SmackDown last night on crutches, still looking worse than she did two weeks ago. And it totally makes sense. I, I wouldn't see why she wouldn't do it. Uh, I, I ultimately, I'm picking Becky Lynch as well, and I'm sure without even looking at Mind Freak's feed, he's got the same thing because ultimately that's what needs to happen for WrestleMania. Becky Lynch needs to be in there. They make her. They have her win the match. She uh, she gets inserted into the match, and if she does have a legitimate injury, or at least they could play it off, uh, she has 30 days to get healed up for it versus trying to keep competing on a weekly basis and have people jack up her knee all the time just so she can hobble into WrestleMania. So what I think, I think that Ronda does need to come out. I think that makes sense. Um, she wins the match by DQ for for Becky, uh, but then she goes to town on Becky. I think, and I, they need to do it this way. They need to do it to the point where Becky goes off TV for two weeks, at least two weeks. No SmackDown, no Raw, go home, heal up, um, get the beating, because you're in the match. We have this feud. We have this match going. Now get off TV so that this, when this match comes closer to WrestleMania, uh, like I said, we're four weeks out. So that's two weeks' time, a break. So the last two weeks build up for WrestleMania, it's, it's more fresh. It's not drawn out. It's not overdone. It, it kind of brings new life right before the final stretch. This has got to be probably WWE's most uh, uh, it, trying time because they've got 30 days for their biggest pay-per-view. In fact, you know, kind of switching off to AEW for just a second because I was reading that, uh, that article earlier. They asked the question of Cody Rhodes, would they be doing a, a match the same weekend as WWE like they did last year? And Cody flat out said, absolutely not. Uh, it's their weekend. There's no way. I know people came to watch that match and sell it out, but they feel like a lot of people were there because of the fact that they were there to see WrestleMania primarily. So, uh, 
Yeah, this has got to be the worst time of the year for them because they have to still sell their main match. They still have to have these people go out in the ring and wrestle. And if they are, if, if Becky Lynch is legitimately busted up right now, they have to somehow find a way of getting her healed up for the match. And at the same time, make sure that none of their matches itself, headlining matches, get freaking destroyed because someone gets a fluke injury or something like that. Because uh, they just can't have them sit on the sidelines. And you can't have freaking every week Charlotte Flair come out and just talk without wrestling. Because it just gets freaking old, like it has. No, been. she's not going to come out just talk and just talk. She'll come out and do her bullshit ass wink too. Oh, that's right. She has been introducing the wink now in camera mode. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's our that's our picks, man. Now, uh, first of all, uh, if you weren't on the show, <laughs> Petopolis, hey man, I look pretty good, and I'm a ginger on camera. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, <laughs> you got you gotta you gotta come watch this show live and join the chat room man we've got some good stuff going on here uh hello to papa smart who just jumped in as well uh it's a great this is a great show come on live 9 30 wednesday nights on twitch come join the chat room come come start talking uh smack to us in the chat room and tell us what we're doing right or wrong we want to see your input we want to see some it thanks a lot for petopolis throwing in some good stuff tonight uh, we appreciate you guys coming in. But that's the Fast Lane pay-per-view show. We appreciate you guys coming in. Now, of course, uh, as we always go to the end, we like to talk about where you can follow us. Uh, Mind Freak, you've got – or excuse me, not Mind Freak. Bearded Master, you've got Mind Freak information better than I do in my head because I'm an old man turning 44 next week. How about you uh, let us know where they can find Mind Freak? Um, well, I believe – I want to say I can find them at uh, Mind Freak – MLG is that is that correct? I don't know. I can't think of off the top of my head. I think that's his Twitter handle. I think yes, yeah, his Twitter handle is Mind Freak MLG. It's literally um, written right here. next to your guys's head saying Mind Freak MLG. <laughs> right there, and that's why you're the producer with the second <laughs> run of the show. Right there, um, and then you can also find him here on Twitch at BTV Mind Freak or Mind Freak BTV. Uh, oh, I'm getting it all wrong. My gosh. Can't remember it's the blind side. No. BTB Mind Freak here on Twitch. So yes. Um you can find me at a bearded master, Instagram, Twitter. Also, you can find me uh wrestling page, uh boot to the face, boot the number two, the face. Um and before you give your uh your handles and your where they can follow you and us, but starting tomorrow night, we also have a uh 12-day event from New Japan Pro Wrestling going on. Uh, it's their New Japan Cup 2019 opening match is tomorrow night. Uh, it goes on until um, Thursday or Sunday, March 24th, which is when the final is going to be. The great thing about this, all the different matches, all the different show, uh, 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 lineups between the all 12 events are going to lead to one final winner. That's what's great about New Japan. They do the Tag Team Cup. They do the Pan Cup. They do the G1 Climax Tournament. They are big on tournaments to prove who's the best wrestler in the organization. And the New Japan Cup tw uh, 2019 final winner will go on to G1 Supercard to face Jay White for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship at Madison Square Garden WrestleMania weekend. So if you're going to watch anything outside of wrestling or WWE, which is this is a great opportunity to because this is going to lead to the biggest card 
outside of WWE this year. That's why I like Beard Master on the show, man, because he's got the outside of WWE view. He's got it all. He's the bearded one, the guru. Absolutely. I am going to definitely try to check some of that stuff out because, like I said, this is this this time of the year is becoming better and better every year, not because of the fact that it's WrestleMania month that we're starting to get to that point where it's the big show, but with all the other shows coming around now, New Japan Wrestling, AEW will be probably doing some things as years follow. There's all these other organizations, Ring of Honor, that are actually putting quality shows around the same time. Granted, and they'll they'll gladly admit it, they're riding coattails because they know WrestleMania is the show of shows that brings out a lot of the fans of wrestling just to be able to watch it. But, dude, man, coattail ride all you want. It's great quality wrestling on the side as well. And I'll be looking forward to checking some of that stuff out too. Um, you could follow me at Masonic Vader over this shoulder like the other guys because I figured out the last time. Yep, that shoulder there. Uh, you can also check me out on PlayStation Network, Masonic Vader 71. And like I always mention to people, please like our cast, uh, share us, show, tell everyone what's going on. Uh, we, we've been going strong. We're getting to our year mark. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to uh, see you guys every week. And, yeah, definitely – uh, we had Papa Smart come in and stuff. We'll come check out their cast as well and say hi and everything because that's how this community wor- works and everything. So uh, thank you so much, Malice, uh, Malice Corp, for uh, letting us host tonight. We appreciate uh, you letting us continue this ride. Next week we'll have our uh, uh, our fast lane recap. Hopefully we'll get Mind Free back so we get the trio together. And uh, we It's pre- been a good minute. I feel like it's been like three weeks since we've all been on the show together. It's been at least two. I know that. I think it's it'll be. Not, three, it's, it's been, been oh, three you know weeks. What? It's been three. Oh, weeks. No, no. It's been. Before, it, it's gone. been three. The last four because he was back for a long week before missing last week because he had. Some, yeah, he, he. I don't know. I think my feet might be ghosting us right now. I don't know what's he's going on, on the there. He's, he's trying um, to ghost us and he's going to dip out on us or something. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> hmm. Thank you so much, everyone, for showing up on the show. Thank you very much for having fun with us tonight. And, of course, we're going to get out of here. So how we get out of here, we always leave the show on the one, two, three. I still love how even though it's three count, he gives us the four. He couldn't even give us the five for Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everyone. Take care. We'll see you next week. Enjoy Fastlane.